Music with a message on the Messenger of Good News Worldwide, KFUO.org. We are AM850 here in the St. Louis region. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash KFUO Radio. Good afternoon. I'm Gary Duncan. You're listening to the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our Moment of Faith with Pastor Doug Nicely of Jerusalem Lutheran Church in Collinsville, Illinois. Good afternoon, Doug. Good afternoon, Gary. Good to talk to you, as always. Now, today I think we're going to talk about the hymn, Thy Word is a Lamp Unto My Feet and a Light Unto My Path. Is that correct? That's right. Right. Uh, That, of course, is a quote from Psalm 119, a direct quote from Psalm 119. And there are several songs and hymns that start quoting verses from the Bible and then just kind of spin off from that verse. And I just want to talk to you about a couple of them. But uh, let's talk about that one. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path, which I'm pretty sure you've heard before. Oh, yeah, I've heard it several times by several different people, but I think it was Amy Grant who I heard it from first. Right, because she wrote it. Okay. That's a good reason. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't wrote you, it uh, back you, in 1984. Okay, and you said Michael W. Smith was a co-author of that, too? Michael W. Smith wrote the wrote the music. Okay. And both Amy and Michael are natives of Nashville, Tennessee. They're old buddies. Right. From from that area. Just like, you know, a month ago when we were in Nashville and we were so impressed with all the things we saw there on, on the way down to Georgia. Um, well, one of the things that made me feel really good was I was in Amy's hometown. Amy is 60 years old now. How could that happen? I don't know. But, uh, you know, we both age, too. That's true. <laughs> And she's married to country singer Vince Gill. Right. And between and between them, they have four grown children. Okay. Didn't you know that? Yeah, I did know that. Okay, cool. Well, let me tell you something you might not have known. <laughs> okay. Um, it, it isn't some kind of new invention from 40 years ago that somebody takes a verse from the Bible and makes a hymn or a song from it. There are many songs that put scripture to music, including several songs we sing regularly in what we call our liturgy, you know, what we do on Sunday mornings. These songs include the song that the angels sang at the birth of Jesus, uh, Glory to God in the Highest, do you remember that one? Mm-hmm. And Simeon's song, thanking the Lord for seeing and holding the newborn Savior in the temple, Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace. They're literally... These songs are literally quotes from the scriptures. Um, But the contemporary song uh, takes the first verse, uh, here's another one, uh, takes the first verse from Psalm 42 and makes it into a prayer. Here's Marty Nystrom's song that takes that verse from Psalm 42. It goes like this. As the deer pants for the water, so my soul longs after you. You alone are my heart's desire, and I long to worship you. It's interesting, quoting Psalm 42 at the beginning, um, as Psalm 42 goes on, um, the psalm isn't nearly as uh, positive (laughs) as Marty Nystrom's lyrics are in the hymn. Uh, David, uh, the uh, the it isn't David. It's the um, sons of Korah uh, go back and forth and talk about how they're happy and sad and happy and sad. Um, so uh, sometimes these uh, songs just quote the first verse from a psalm. Uh, there's another hymn from 500 years ago that does the same thing with the opening verse of Psalm 46. I suspect you've heard of this one too. Martin Luther wrote. 
A mighty fortress is our God, a trusty shield and weapon. He helps us free from every need that hath us now or taken. The old evil foe now meets deadly woe. Deep guile and great might are his dread arms in flight. On earth is not his equal. Actually, what Luther did in Psalm 46, he quoted in the first line. The rest is his uh, um, take on what the first line has to say. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's true for a lot of these hymns. Uh, What we have in both Marty Nystrom's song and Luther's hymn takes the words in the beginning of a psalm and then adds their own comments, prayers, and praise to God. So um, I was looking around trying to find uh, thy word in, in uh, one of the hymnals that I own, and I only found it in one of my hymnals. This hymnal is titled Renew Songs and Hymns for Blended Worship, and it was published in 1997. So I guess the 1984 hymn takes a little while in order to make it into a hymnal. I guess so. (laughs) Well, like Marty Nystrom's song and Martin Luther's hymn, Amy Grant's lyrics go beyond just quoting the words of the psalm. And here are the verses. When I feel afraid and think I've lost my way, still you're there right beside me. And nothing that I fear as long as you are near Please me near me to the end. I will not forget your love for me, and yet my heart forever is wandering. Jesus, be my guide and hold me to your side, and I will love you to the end. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. You're a light unto my path. So as we learned from the Wesleys several weeks ago, sometimes God's word in song is much easier to remember than what we read in a book. God's word certainly is the Bible, but we learned today that his word is also meant to be sung. That was the original purpose for the writing of the Psalms. The Psalms are both a hymn book and a prayer book. It's very interesting. I don't want to get off topic too much here, but it's interesting how songs do that to people that you talked about learning it easier than learning scripture. Mm -hmm. And I know when my mom's dementia uh, was getting really, really bad, she still remembers songs and hymns and the verses to some of her favorite oldies. Like uh, I remember taking my guitar a couple times and playing music for her and she was singing right along, but she couldn't communicate otherwise. Wow. Well, that's, that's good. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, and that was, it wasn't necessarily the case for, uh, for hymns for my mom when she had dementia, but she remembered everything that Frank Sinatra sang, <laughs> which always amused me, yeah. too. <laughs> but at any rate, yes, and that's, and that's exactly the idea behind it, that it teaches us um, the word in this case. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll always remember Psalm 46, not because we remember the words, but we, because we remember a mighty fortress. Right. Or Psalm 119 in this case. Mm-hmm. Well, let's uh, have a little word of prayer, okay? Okay. 
Lord, we give you thanks for the constant presence of your word in our lives. May we, as the prayer we use in church services tells us, learn how to read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest your word. For we pray in the name of Jesus the Messiah, to whom your word gives endless praise. Amen. Amen. What are we talking about next week? Next week, we're going to talk about a hymn tune that has at least three sets of lyrics composed for it. Uh, The tune is called Slain, and it's an old Irish tune. And we'll hear about these three different sets of hymn lyrics next week, just to see how it's not just true for verses from the Psalms, but sometimes even tunes uh, work work wonders in people's uh, writing imaginations as well. Okay, well, I look forward to that discussion. All right. Thanks. We are the messenger of good news. You can find us on Twitter, on Instagram, Facebook, and of course our talk programs and talk segments like this one available as podcast wherever you get your podcast. Just search out KFUO Radio.